Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Achievers, this is episode 69 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Sasha Black and here with me every single week is Daniel Wilcox. Hello buddy. Hi Sasha, how are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's been a weird week. <laughs> straight off the bat (laughs) yeah yeah the laughter has already begun um well uh it has been a week well let me just let me just jump in and say listeners are very lucky they're getting an episode this week (laughs) we were literally just about to start and we always record the preamble and sasha decided she was going to click record to record the episode and stopped the recording (laughs) and if it weren't for the very aggressive lady who tells us now that we're recording i would Mm. never have and there wouldn't have been an one time episode. i've been very thankful for that woman i know right so yeah my week, ha- week. no i oh, know it's your week i oh, know i'm running this episode so i ask you how's your you week been <laughs> no i'm bouncing it back to you how's your week been you started people people are ready for it let's listen <laughs> um okay fine it has been um a trying week shall we say my internet went down on saturday or sunday last week oh it's friday today it didn't come back on until yesterday no I don't know. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday it came back on later in the day and then it went off again at 10 o'clock at night and then it came back on again at, on in the morning on Thursday morning. Um, and then it went off again at 11 o'clock last night. So we're hoping that today it's on and then that's it. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to have to wait and see. So that was incredibly stressful after my Amazon debacle, which was also stressful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, basically, in summary, I'm hoping that like I've just had all of the bad shit happen now, so that the launch is then amazing. That's what I'm hoping. I, I'm just praying mm-hmm. that the universe. This is one of the universe things. Um, so yeah, I mean, honestly, most of my week has been <clears throat> has revolved around just trying to get shreds of internet um, because it's it is shocking how much of our business is run digitally. Uh, and we would all be a bit fucked, actually, if it wasn't for the internet. So, um, yeah, and just been trying to finish up launch stuff, really. So that was kind of my week. How's your week been? My week has been good, I guess. I am considerably better than last week. I basically just been slamming words this week and have managed to catch up with my client work. So that means that for the next two weeks or so I don't have to worry about that because I've got my my little boy so I'm going to be spending some time with him um I've still got like other things to do but uh, it just means that that pressure's kind of gone which is nice um and it just reminds me as well sort of how much I can do if I do just focus on one thing and obviously that's not always possible but it's it, it, it's nice to re-experience that the only downside being um my fingers are, are playing up so I've got a brand new keyboard which is all like ergonomic and stuff for people on YouTube um and also, I've had to employ some joint cream for my fingers just to kind of take some of the pain away as I'm typing. So I'm really thinking ahead long term how to 
sustain what I do. Mm. But then um, other things. So yesterday I went through, so I picked up my son and then went and saw a bunch of houses. I put down an offer on a house. Um, I haven't yet heard back, so I don't know how that's going to go. But if, you know, things do move forward and that's the thing, that would be a massive weight off my mind as well. So, um, yeah, like good, good in a lot of different ways, just a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Buying a house is huge, let alone Mm. all of the rest of it. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, Okay, success of the week. We're going to go to bum, bum, bum. Heidi Copeland, who says, my level up is that I contracted a cover designer and I'm almost done with my first edits. Things are moving right along. Progress. Absolutely love it. I love it. Getting the cover is one of my favourite parts of the journey. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like I... It's the wrapping. Yeah, I use the... It's the first time the book feels real and it's yeah. like that thing that tells me I am capable of finishing the book. It's like my flagpole finish line. So I, mm-hmm. um, I know lots of people don't do this, but I actually like put, I get these uh, like acrylic glass things, prints of the book. And I put them on my wall before I finish the book, because seeing that on the wall is like a, a jab poker to say, hurry up, bitch, <laughs> get the book written. You got to get the book done. So like, yeah, I like having them on my wall because it reminds me that I need to do do the work so yeah I, love yeah, I go I, I agree and I do that but what I did discover was if you have three on your wall as I currently do that have not yet been released it puts a lot of pressure on you because you're surrounding <laughs> yourself in undone things so yeah. I am I am going to switch out some of those to ones I have done just to take some of that pressure off I have four that are not done <laughs> All right of course you do well technically five until next week and then one publishes but I have two <laughs> that are written and two that are not on my wall so you know Anyway, uh, and, and another one that I need to print. But anyway. Um, so congrats, Heidi. Yeah. Patreon. Patreon. We have a new patron. Hello, oh. SW Miller, and welcome to the tribe. Um, for, I'm trying to, I can't remember the date off the top of my head, but we do have an NLA live in August, which we're going to do as like a bit of a longer one to make up for the fact we didn't have one in July. And you'll get access to that. You can join us live on Zoom, ask your questions, hang out. Um, and then also get priority questions for our forfeit, which we need to pick a date for. Yeah, I can't. I I'm have... not doing anything other than Off. launching until my launch is done. And then because I've got some Off. things that I need to reply to and I'm just like, I can't even see past Thursday next week. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I, have, yeah. I have an idea. I'll throw some dates at you after. after OK, cool. Call. OK, um, cool. But yeah, also just to power through since we've done Patreon level ups, um, just a quick nod to the level up challenge, which has been posted on the Facebook group. And um, did I put it in the Patreon? I can't remember. It's on. It's definitely on Facebook group. But for people who want to get involved and commit to something that they want to do during quarter three, so that's something to achieve by the end of September of this year, um, just put what you're going to do in the comments. Um, those who complete their challenges, we've got different prizes. So we've got a 30-minute phone call, a Zoom call with myself and Sasha, a hardback copy of my self, self-publishing blueprint. My tongue is not in today. Yeah. Bad day for 69s. And a copy of Sasha Black's 10 Steps to Hero workbook. And um, we've had loads of people get involved so far. We've had Ara, John, Carey, Scott, Meg, Luke, Chelsea, Ma- Maggie, Ida, CJ, Ember, Holly, and Tracy. And in terms of things that we're going to do. Yeah, just, well, so um, I was just going to talk about this. I am so okay. glad that I chose the one that I chose because I was wobbling mm-hmm. all over the place. And after my realization last week, I am like doubling down on that realization. And so I just need to input all of this. I just need to like, 
like cookie monster all of the input so uh That's yeah i'm so glad <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna and focus on input yeah <laughs> nice and then i'm gonna launch the thing oh! i'm excited to launch the thing i'm excited because... for you to give the thing the thing the name so that like I we know. can talk about the thing <laughs> <laughs> just been teasing it like yeah i won't say much on it but it's just it's probably one of the things i've given the most cognitive space to that i have out of most of my projects and it's gonna be exciting to get that live so yeah join us on in get involved in challenge for anyone who forfeits this time it's not going to be as bad as a sim challenge but it is going to be funny for us and the forfeit for this um level up challenge is if you do fail you have to juggle three eggs for a minimum of 10 tosses and catches what if you can't juggle extra points for if you do it in your carpeted living room literally nobody is going to do it in their living room um no okay thing of the week oh i mean enjoyed of the week enjoyed thing of the week (laughs) how's how's that going sasha (laughs) um what's the thing that i've enjoyed this week i don't know oh i've been doing a lot of reading oh no i'll tell you what it is um i've returned to the land of audiobooks because Mm. i've uh i fell off of audiobooks for a while and I've just gotten to the point where I'm trying to combine things so I can do more stuff as I do. And because I want to walk more, but I also want to read more. I was like, oh, those two conflict. And then I remembered the audiobooks exist. So I've been basically just loads of the books that are on my shelf. I've just been finding the audiobook version so I can start like feeling like I'm getting through them and that I don't have mm. as many unread staring at me in the face. You have no so idea finish... how often I do that. Oh, no. And so you can speed often. up and go fast in your ear, yeah. which is good. Um, but yeah, last week I finished off uh, Jenna Marcy's Sabies Champion, which was fantastic. And at the minute I'm listening to Hunter Shea's Creature, which is, I've not read any Hunter Shea's stuff, but they're, they, they're quite big in the horror community. And it's nice to jump into their work. And it's, it's really, really good so far. I'm going to be doing that with uh, spin biking and reading. Oh, nice. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. But not until August, because I can't see past next Thursday. Ah, uh-huh. um, oh, thing I've enjoyed of the week. <laughs> I've enjoyed a person and they're going to hate me for doing this. I don't care. I've enjoyed Sam. (sighs) Given this is episode 69, I really don't mean it in that way. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) I do. I have enjoyed Sam. So um, I recorded some videos, uh, little tips. Oh, headache. I recorded some uh, video tips that, um, what were they? Oh, video tips from my book. Sorry, I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, and um, you see, you trying to pick up your trains of thought. It's just, gonna, just like it's like popcorn flying out your head, and you're like, come back. <laughs> Don't know what I'm trying to say. What is this thing of the week? Okay. <sighs> right. So I enjoyed. It. No, well, hang on. Um, reel it back. Let me just take a sip of coffee and intellect for a second here before I open my mouth. <laughs> Okay, six days to go until the launch, right? So I was like, what else can I do? I'm gonna share a tip a day. So I recorded these one to four minute videos with a tip a day from the book. And the videos were like, all right, they were you know, reasonably amusing, but they weren't anything special. And um, Sam is amazing at video and editing video and she's fucking funny. And so I just handed them to her and was like, can you 
make me better. <laughs> and holy fuck, she is phenomenal. And she made these videos crazy good. And then just like whipped out a solution to making them uh, suitable for YouTube. And she's just brilliant. And uh, so basically, I really thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed her brain, her skills, her talent uh, this week. So yeah, that was the thing. It just took me a while. <laughs> to get there um yeah that was heavy that was heavy that was, that was heavy i am gonna give <laughs> just a very quick extra one um <clears throat> did you know that there was such a thing as custom stamps wax stamps that you can you can you can do custom wax stamps did you know yes yes well they're pretty cool and i really enjoyed <laughs> them that's it yes. full stop i'm done i'm done now. they are beautiful i think it's it's proper old school but i don't it's really nice when you do get like a little custom wax sealed envelope yeah. and you feel like you can go to hogwarts i know right <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah that was my um that was my things uh weekly confessional so my thing was to slam the words for kiddo time and i did that i did like twenty thousand words in three days which was nice hell um and then Sasha will prep for and start BeccaCon and continue launch stuff. Yeah, so last night was the first night of BeccaCon. Um, wow. <clears throat> I think I blame her for the reason I'm tired this morning because she is like number I one don't. input. I think you have um, lots of reasons to be tired. And uh, so she just, <laughs> it's just a vomiting of information. Um, it's fantastic. I'm trying to absorb as much as possible. Um, but, uh, you know, it's also on American time. So I was up really late and... Uh, also been really tired with other stuff um and I mean, judging yes, by what i know about becca like anything she does is going to be classy it, it is very good yeah um <clears throat> on that i've had a bit of a realization i often complain that i don't i'm not getting anything from the thing that i'm doing at the time so like <clears throat> i take a course or i take a do a conference and i'm like ah. Uh, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not until like a month later when I've reflected on it that I'm like, damn, I actually learned loads. Um, and so I am trying to recognize that now and recognize that just because it's not instant or I'm not recognizing mm -hmm. things instantly doesn't mean I'm not taking away from it. Um, and it's also highlighted that even though I come across as quite extroverted. I do actually require a fair amount of intellecting time, even though intellection's at 11 and not in my top 10. It's still, I think because I have other thinking strengths, so I have input, I have learner. Uh, I think strategic is also a thinking strength. They sort of um, like, what's the word? They make each other bigger. <laughs> Words. Compliment. Words, no. No, they, amplify. yes, that they amplify each other. And so um, the intellection comes up. So it acts like it's more, you know, sort of seven, eight rather than 11 because I have mm -hmm. other thinking strengths. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, I have learned that about myself. That is another thing I have learned. And that is a direct learning nice. from Becca's conference. Yeah, it is. You are one of those people where you can't just tell you what to do. You have to like drop the breadcrumbs and then wait for you to... <laughs> follow them and then work it out yourself wow wow really not a bad thing yeah i didn't know that about myself 
I mean, it's pretty much what you just said. Like you have to, you, you get the thing, but then you have to approach it and like understand it in your way and then think around it to understand where that fits in. It's probably why nobody... I don't mean to like attack you. No, I don't feel attacked. I'm, I'm just, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, it makes sense. It's probably half of the thing about me rebelling and just saying no immediately and then going off and doing it my own way or a slightly different it makes sense I just yeah I didn't know <laughs> no it's, it's it's one of those like you have to give the right thing at the right time yeah yeah <laughs> so many things are making so much sense in my brain right now wow I feel like you know how to get things out of me <laughs> I mean we spend enough time around each other <laughs> oh okay uh yes and working on the launch stuff yes <laughs> that is all I'm gonna say yes mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, it's still me. It's still me. Comments. <laughs> yeah, it's your show. You wouldn't let me have 69. Wow, that could be taken. That, that out did not come out right. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't isolate that sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you've gone red, darling. <laughs> it's very warm in here. It's warm in the UK. Still you, still comments. Oh, I didn't hear you say comments. Okay, Uh, question, uh, episode 68. The question was, how do you build a strong cast of supporting characters? A couple of Patreon responses. We had Yanni say, I love this episode. Sorry, you both had a shit week though. I like my side characters to have something linked to the MC. So they're either the personification of someone or something the MC hates or has attributes that they love respect. So eventually once a cast is set, the reader has seen every part of the MC's personality through the side characters, which should give more flesh to the MC in return which I think Sasha will agree with. Um, Harry Brooks says, great episode. Sasha's fit of laughter was the best ever, especially considering the week you guys had. I listened on audio, then went on to YouTube for just that bit. <laughs> I hope the next week is much better for you both. Side characters sounds fab. I'll have to order a, a copy now. On the subject of 50 Words for Snow, did you know that Kate Bush released an album called 50 Words for Snow in 2011? And Manchin McGann published a book called 32 Words for Field, referring to the Irish language. And then it's popped a link down for where we can find more information about that. So thank you, Harry. Yeah. And on that, I am just going to make a mention and apologize Mm. because I since learned that the word Eskimo is actually offensive. And so I do apologize. Um, I I just, you know, we all have to learn these lessons and the correct word is actually Inuit. So, um, yeah, I just want to say sorry in case I did like upset or offend something anybody. to do with because there is like an Eskimo tribe but it's like all Eskimos Eskimos sorry there's an Eskimo in Lincoln which is a milkshake shop um all Eskimos are Inuits but not all Inuits are Eskimos so it's that kind ah, of thing ah okay um and then we got big hugs from Juliet and Ara thank you Claire Sega got very excited about you wanting to diverse into YA romances um and ah. then Emily yes. loves it when we descend into go on Oh, I was just going to say there has been that that whole oh, okay. thing. That's a whole thing. That's another episode. It's yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily <clears> loves <throat> it when we descend into giggles, and then we also had Edwin, Meg, and Carrie jump in there as well. So thank you, everyone, for your comments. Okay, question of the week. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's just because like I'm, I didn't really prepare. <laughs> for the episode and I have got like three or four different questions swirling around my brain um I'm gonna ask the one that I feel is relevant to both of us right now so 
how do you know is that quite the right wording when is it time to outsource and what do you outsource so i mean i think from the further along this journey that i get the more i learn that there are certain points of outsourcing that we just accept as a thing and then certain parts that have more hesitancy and you almost feel like you have to earn them so obviously like we outsource editing we outsource cover design um you know there are certain parts of the process that are that we just accept you have to outsource because there are professionals that can do a better job than we can but then no, i've never thought to... of that as outsourcing i've already mm -hmm. had a change of mindset so thanks for that you're welcome um but then there comes a point where the stuff that we can do, we no longer can do as well because the more we journey along this path and the more we level up, um, the less time we have. And so I think what we both experienced over the past year or so is a real, you you basically just pick up plates and pick up plates and try and get better and you know you add more things to build your business and you get to a point where you start just spinning stuff and it becomes a real point of pressure because you know that ideally someone else would help but you have this real sort of internal but I can still do it mm. and um you know it costs to outsource certain things so if we're talking about things like VAs or you know people who kind of like dip in to do like video editing or podcast editing or just people to help with social media and stuff like it's it's I think it's harder to justify because um, I was actually having a conversation about uh, this with someone recently that we we've grown up around the digital revolution and there are a lot of people who we have learned from in generations above who don't understand social media and don't see that as an important part of investment or like video editing, editing is a certain part of investment. So we think, oh, they should just be things that we personally do because they're not traditional role jobs that we can outsource pe things to. I don't know mm -hmm. if I'm saying this very well, but I know what I mean. Um, so <clears throat> to say to someone, oh, can you, as you stand as that example, like, can you edit these videos for me? You could do it yourself and you could, and they probably wouldn't be as good. But then there's also comes a point of, can they do a better job than you can? And what I found in looking for VAs and things was it's really hard to trust someone with your business on any level because you get used to doing things a certain way. You know how that cog fits in with the other cogs and how that all works together. So to say to someone, can you do this, but also have them in some way see the bigger picture of what you're trying to do and how it all fits together is really, really difficult. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And it's... What was the wording of the question again? I feel like I'm going on a tangent. I love that you are looking at this in a completely different way to me. That's all I'm mm. going to say right now. I just, okay. I love you and our friendship and how different we are and how the same we are. Um, the wording of the question was, <clears throat> when is it time to outsource and what do you outsource? I think, although I started saying, how do you know when to outsource? I think, how do you know when to outsource okay. and what do you outsource? So yeah, so bringing, bringing all that back, um, for me, it comes to a point where either I can't do the thing and someone will do it better, um, or I know that I just don't have time and in spending 10, 20 quid 
on someone to do a thing it just saves me a crap load of time in which I could be earning money in other ways mm. and I think that's a, it's a it's a learning curve I think only over time do you really start to realize what your time is worth in those certain blocks so for example I outsourced um I very nearly went down the rabbit hole of releasing the thing then I outsourced some imagery for the thing that I could have done myself but what I saved because the person that I outsourced to came back with two or three ideas what I saved was hours of thinking time and me dipping into photoshop and me playing with fonts and colors and images and while they were doing that and busy doing that for you know two days I was able to go okay that's being dealt with let me focus on words or uploading these books or pre-orders or, or you know whatever it is and as I say, I could have saved 30, 40 quid by just doing that myself. But at the same time, I would have lost hours because I also know what my process is like and how I how long I can dive into a thing. So in summation, I'm going to say people already outsource anyway. So it's mostly just your mindset to, you know, the big and the small things of what you outsource. But then also when that pressure point really comes and when you get to a point of near explosion as you know me and Sasha have over the last year then you get to a point where you're like okay something has to give and you have to push something out to someone else or trust your baby with another I'm very curious to know where you're going to go with this because well I so the interesting thing is you circled back around to relatively where I'm going and obviously I have had the benefit of thinking time about this which um, yeah I have and because I nearly (laughs) asked you this last time and I decided against it I can't remember what I asked that time but um, I decided against it for reasons and uh, so I have been thinking albeit subconsciously about this and I've had lots and lots and lots and lots of people talk about this because it's been a thing that has been brewing in terms of outsourcing for a while And lots of people find it really hard to distill down when the right time to outsource is. So that's what I've tried to do. What to outsource? Well, less on the what. I think lots of people can give you ideas around what, but more on the the when. When is the right time to outsource? So I've decided it comes down to three things for me, maybe for other people. Goal, happiness, income. That's it. Okay, so the goal one, when you are no longer able to dedicate sufficient time on your big goal, the big picture, the thing that's really important, because you are drowning in other shit, (laughs) that is a good time to outsource. When you are... Arguably a few steps before that, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, these are the, I tried, (laughs) what I'm trying to do is give three really tangible, really, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, obvious uh, points that, that, uh, what, what, you've wrecked my train of thought now, Daniel. Um, Goal, income, happiness. Thank you. Right. Uh, So that was the goal. The happiness, 
you know, are you miserable in your, like, especially for, for us creatives who create a business that we love and, <clears throat> you know, we, we're not just creating another job for ourselves. We're creating a business, a career, a lifestyle. So are you no longer happy because you are no longer happy doing the work that you're doing? That's probably a good indication that you need to outsource. And the last one is income. Have you reached a plateau? Are you mm. struggling to increase your income. If you are, you probably need to outsource, which is really interesting and scary because what, what you will likely experience is a short-term dip when you're spending out Yes. so that you can create. Um, and then your income will explode. And I don't think I know anybody that that hasn't happened to. And yet we all get this really fearful feeling of that but for example mm. i started outsourcing the first little bit in november and then outsourcing a lot more in the last quarter in the last quarter my gross turnover was up 56 percent. my net profit was up 49 and a half percent like you don't get those kinds of jumps unless you take those leaps of faith and mm -hmm. so yeah, I wanted to give three measures or three indicators that were very clear for when it's time to outsource. Because so many people are like, oh, you know, it's a judgment call. And yes, it is a judgment call. But here are three very obvious, very clear things that would suggest it's time to outsource. And mm -hmm. the thing is, the time to outsource is when you feel like you can't afford it. Because I felt like I couldn't afford it, and then my income increased, and 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 the weird like I'm trying to reflect on last quarter and look at what it was that I did that changed, and the only thing I did was outsource. But also, I think in outsourcing, I gave my brain headspace, which enabled me to think of more creative ways to market, more content to produce, more things I could give my audience without even launching a new book because I didn't launch anything I didn't do anything I didn't publish anything I didn't put a new product into the world and yet my income still increased and it is genuinely because my time was freer and therefore I was able to be more present I could do more for my audience um and so my income increased so yeah I just I thought it was interesting and I think it's yeah I love it and I think considering this is obviously the next level authors podcast so we're talking about or the whole theme of the entire podcast is what's going to take you to the next level that's a dog barking in the background yes it is um but i've also found it similar on a smaller scale um with hiring a social media va because just having someone again this kind of comes back to what i was saying with that artwork stuff is having someone do a lot of the thinking for me means that i'm saving brain space for the creation and the other stuff i have to deal with but then because there's also now constant content going out, which is what I've been trying to do for ages and just haven't been, I'm getting more messages through mm -hmm. my social channels. I'm getting more sort of inquiries, more people jumping into um, my writer's group. Um, just generally, there's much more awareness of what I do. And obviously in today's kind of social world, you have to keep present mm -hmm. in order to stay in people's mind. Like they're not just going to see one thing of you and then love you. You have to keep showing them different colors and different sides of yourself in order to make them buy into what it is you're doing. I think the other thing to add on to that as well, um, when you're talking about income and kind of growing that business, one thing to know, obviously, if you don't want to grow your business to the kind of scales that we're looking at, then you don't necessarily need to look at that kind of stuff, although it's always mm -hmm. nice and helpful to have extra help. But number two, 
one thing that in building the thing that I'm being incredibly deliberate about is allowing it to scale and building it in a way in which it can scale without me being a block to it. So I'm putting in systems, I'm putting in process, everything that I'm doing, I'm creating a way in which it's replicable that I can hand it off to someone mm. so that I can still remain the center of it because it's my, my thing. Oh, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's my thing. But every part of that that I'm building, I wish I could give examples, but I can't without kind of saying what it is. Um, I have in mind the fact that I want it to be simple. I want it to be efficient. I want it to be scalable so that it doesn't bog me down because I've learned lessons from previous things I've done that were very labor intensive for me and yeah. everything I'm doing, I've got that in mind. So yeah, it, it kind of comes back to that, that scale. So I can then outsource and grow the business. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about. And after I come back from my two week yeah, break, <laughs> like I am going to be putting in some changes. I've, I've, mm. I'm, I'm having so many realizations at the moment and uh yeah i just there are going to be some changes there are going to be some changes when i come back off my break and the the wonderful thing is i already know those changes and um you're not leaving the show are you no 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 but um no but a few weeks no what give me the intellection time god um a few weeks ago (laughs) a few weeks ago you were telling me how much I needed headspace and perspective and stuff. And I feel like even hearing that, God, this is ironic. I had to go away and get there myself. (laughs) You knew I was going to say that before you. (laughs) Anyway, but in knowing that and realising that. face. My head, my head hurts. Um, (laughs) Laughing is... I'm getting really red today. It's the heat, I swear. Oh, no, I think yeah. I just think it's yeah. I'm waiting for the caffeine to kick in as well. I didn't have enough coffee yesterday. Um. Anyway, in in realizing that, I sort of intentionally gave myself headspace over the last few weeks. <laughs> oh fuck you! And um, so I've come <laughs> to some realizations. And yeah, so I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna change some things. If anyone's been listening to this podcast and they're thinking, oh, um, I don't know if I want the coaching session with Daniel, just <laughs> Sasha's a perfect example of like the kind of stuff that I unlock in people and just bring to the surface. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My individualization. Um, no, it is. It is yeah. good. Yeah, you do. You do. You can't. I can't be coached. I have to be like breadcrumbed and then you can yeah. just sit there smug knowing that you are the cause of me. But that's that's without going on a huge tangent that's not like the the point isn't to like tell people what to do is to facilitate people understanding it in their own way so like like (laughs) yeah it's like I can't tell you the thing because as you've literally just pointed out a few weeks later you'll suddenly go oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) and what's funny is because of how your memory works you'll forget we had that conversation and you'll be like I've come to this realization so (laughs) a few times we've been like Dan this is a thing and in my head I'm going "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm Yeah, but this is like the wonderful thing because I like to win. I like to feel like I mm-hmm. came up with a thing and therefore like uh-huh. I just forget that. Also, I'm senile and everybody knows I'm senile. So like I do forget, to be fair. Which um, is why I rarely remind you. Yeah, I know. So you're a good friend. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I, I My wife, however, 
as a number one command <laughs> does like to be in charge and so she will remind me that she she did tell me that thing um so like the wax seals I was like oh that's such a good idea and she was like yeah they were my idea and I was like were they <laughs> she was like yeah and I was like oh oh okay cool <laughs> I love it. At least I let her have it. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so that, yeah, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I was going to ask you something else, but yeah, I think I feel like we had to cover this. Mm. So, yeah, I like it. And I, I hope that they, I, I, do you know what I hope? I hope that this episode gives people tangible takeaways. Like there's some clarity mm-hmm. on when outsourcing is a good idea. Yeah, I think just generally, no matter what stage you are with your author business, whenever you start doing anything, that is going to have long-term effects. And even if that's just because, so an example of this as well, that's tangible that I can talk about is the fact that over the last three weeks, I've been migrating lots of um, books from one KDP dashboard to another. And that was because when I started publishing, I didn't have the foresight of, am I going to have an imprint? Like where should books go? And I have books in like other people's dashboards and things. So now I'm spending a lot of brain power and just waiting time because it's not quick putting things through KDP, um, bringing it all back together so that it will be unified. So it's then in a way that, again, is more efficient and I can actually manage things better. Mm. And it's a headache I didn't necessarily have to have. But when I first published, I was like, I'll just throw it out. I'm just testing it. But I think if you can, in that moment, just spare a thought for what if this does go past one book? And then work your way from there because I know a lot of our listeners are unpublished. So um, it's worth just thinking of that journey because everything you start doing is a boulder rolling downhill that then at some point you may have to adjust its course or slow it down. And yeah, it's, it's just worth thinking ahead. Mm, yeah. All righty. So audience question of the week is, um, wait, no. But we have to do accountability. So what are we doing to level up our business this week? I am putting up when winter comes for pre-order. Do you know? Oh, there's a thing that I'm... Oh. I'm considering putting Trey up for pre-order for that thing that you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about this offline. Because I okay. don't, I, we're going to talk about it offline. Because I don't, I can't okay. have, I can't handle the pressure right now. I just can't do it Thursday. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put when winter comes up for pre-order, um, and I am going to do the one that I failed a couple of weeks ago and do the outline for the thing. Like I've got, I know where it's going, but like I want to formalize it. Okay, cool. Um, Which also, gonna... just on that, we haven't yet put up the the forfeit thing on Patreon. So it will be up by the time this episode airs. Wait, what? Why? What are we? Because I failed at? last week. Yeah, I know. So what are we? What? I don't understand. Okay, cool. So I'm going to launch a book this week, <laughs> and that's all I'm putting down <laughs> because. Is that all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. And then I'm going to put rest for two weeks, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to come back and do all of the things. If you haven't yet ordered your copy of Eight Steps Aside Characters, How to Craft Character Intent Purpose and Power, then, <laughs> then the link is in the show notes. What are you waiting for? <clears throat> By the time this episode airs, my voice will have recovered and you have four days. Yeah, because, and I'll tell you <clears throat> why, I have come past all the fear and the 
what if it's not good enough and the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome and I'm now back at the start which is this book is fucking awesome and I'm so proud of it and I cannot wait Mm -hmm. for people to get it in their hands because I think it's going to really help people hell yeah yeah all righty question oh no yes fine yes (laughs) Monica's coming it's Monica's Covered. This is we just need to rename the podcast to Monica's Covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next t-shirt, Monica's Covered. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, copyright there. True. Um what was the oh the question? Audience question of the week. How and when uh do you know? Wait. How do you know when? How do you know when to outsource? <laughs> and what do you outsource? Yeah? How do you know when sure. to outsource? Your episode. And what do you outsource? Yeah. How do you know when to outsource? Leave it. Okay. How do you know when to outsource? Fine. There we go. There Alrighty. We go. And we'll see you next week when I will have published another book. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. I'm so glad. That is the one time where I'm thankful for that voice. Because if it hadn't have said anything, like oh, we would have done the entire episode not recorded. <laughs>